Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Luke Owen, DAD, and I know what you're thinking. Didn't you say you were going to stop doing those remote podcast recordings? Didn't you say you were done with that? You were going doing things in studio with people beside you? Yes, I did say that, but we're doing something a little bit different today <laughs> because we've got quite a topic uh, in mind and we wanted a professional uh, opinion when it comes to talking about this topic, rather than just three lads having a chat about it. We thought it'd be better not only to have uh, Angela from Hobby Nights back on the show, because it's wonderful to have Angela. Welcome back to the show, by the way. Thank you, thank you for having me. It's great to have you here, but also because you're not just Hobby Night. No. You're also Hobby After Dark. Yes. And that is where you can find me if you want to find me on OnlyFans or Instagram, if you are interested in that kind of work and everything but that's what we're here to talk about today because uh mandy rose that's an interesting topic now isn't it it is indeed yeah so if you haven't heard the the news from this week because it broke uh wednesday eve well wednesday evening our time it was wednesday morning uh in america shortly after not 24 hours after in fact that uh, mandy rose dropped the nxt women's championship to roxanne perez sean rossap of fightful noted that wwe wwe officials felt they were put in a tough decision Sorry, I'll try that again. WWE officials felt they were put in a tough position based on the content that Mandy Rose was posting on her fan time page. They felt it was outside of the parameters of her WWE deal and as such have released Mandy Rose. Now, I will say that the two things to note first off. Um, yes. so, so from a wrestle talk perspective anyway yeah. um we ollie pete and i recorded our patreon podcast wrestle behind the scenes on wednesday and that was just after the the story that vince mcmahon was um looking to come back like right. he had the, all the intentions to come back and i said on that episode man like i thought we were done with the crazy news stories this year and then we've got this one and ollie ended off the episode being like now nah, someone's going to get released and like we posted that video and then like not oh like five hours later mandy rose gets released <laughs> Oh, uh, why did you say that? <laughs> exactly. It's his. Well, that, I'm going to blame Molly Davis because a lot of people are blaming me for this because on Hearts of Unknown, on our My GM series, I released Mandy Rose from my Monday Oh my night God, Wars. you did, didn't you? Sir, how dare <laughs> both of you? Clearly, no, I don't think it has anything to do with either of you guys. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't like that the is idea. very funny. <laughs> 
yeah, I did not plant the idea in WWE's head that we should do this. But a lot of people messaged me on Twitter being like, I think you're to blame somewhat for this. Um, But anyway, uh, so Mandy Rose had, she doesn't have an OnlyFans page. She has a fan time page. So which I'm, Fans, Which, I'm, obviously, only fans I'm more familiar with because a lot of people are familiar with that because it's been in the news a lot. Fans, I'm not overly familiar. I'm, I'm actually not familiar are. with it either. I it was actually the first time I had heard of that particular fight. Like I knew of Fans Lee, and I know only fans because that's what I'm on. But um, I actually hadn't heard of Fan Time before. Um, but regardless, like there's plenty of of websites that do that now that allow sex workers to sell whatever types of content that they want, and you know actually make money off of it and everything which is great and the fact that mandy rose was doing this doesn't surprise me but i also find it very strange that they released her for it and i do and i hear what you're saying with the contract like because you did mention you know they said that it was because they felt like it was a breach of her contract but like she's not actually an employee of theirs they don't pay her benefits and i don't really know if like that's to me, it doesn't feel like good grounds to actually let her go because it doesn't impact what she's doing for them realistically. Like the, her doing work for that website is not going to interfere with her ability to perform. It's not going to like, I think detract from anybody's viewpoint on her specifically. And I just, and they already use her as sort of a sex icon anyways. Yeah. So it really is confusing to me that that's, their like reasoning for wanting to do it especially right after taking the belt off her yeah like like it's i think that's the sticking point for for a lot of people in all of this is that they wwe have been profiteering of uh of her sexuality of the fact that she and off of all of their women's sexuality for years absolutely And, and not only that but like when Vince and Bruce Pritchard took over NXT and turned it into NXT 2.0. The idea for a lot of that was to appeal to the younger male demographic Mm -hmm. and by upping the sexuality of their wrestlers, uh, Athena, AEW's Athena, was vocal in this that when she was released that she had been told, you need to be more sexy like Mandy Rose. So she was almost being used as like the poster child for for that sort of thing. I I mean, from Fightful's report, I'll I'll just do a little bit more about the the news itself. So uh, this is from Fightful. Rose started the page a few months ago, but as time progressed, she's taken the content further. Fightful later added that WWE deemed it to be, quote, explicit nature of the content that Rose has been posting played a part in her release. Fightful followed up by adding that WWE sources indicated the company felt like the content was, quote, not appropriate for one or more of their partner relationships, end quote, and that Rose, quote, didn't seem interested, end quote, in stopping posting. Rose reportedly had told people in recent months that she did realize what she was posting could ending up getting uh, could end up getting her in trouble with management. Unfortunately, subscribers leaked the content to the point it became very visible on social media. So, quite a few points to dig into there. Point number one, though, don't be leaking content. Yeah, That's- don't don't be leaking content. If you're buying content from women or whoever off of any of these websites. Don't be a jerk and don't leak the content. Like, that's just not cool. This is their living. That's how they're making their money. So don't do it. Absolutely. Um, So that is kind of where this this comes in. Uh, So it's not just that she had the page. Uh, Because I would imagine they were probably, I I think some people have said they were aware that she had the page. Right. But it was that she was taking that content further and further and further. And from what I can gather, I have not seen it. Uh, But from what I have gathered from people who have seen it and, and have, you know, reported about this, is that she had gone from just doing risque photos to full on nude. 
And that is what WWE saw as like that. That was the tipping point right. of being like, okay, that's, you know, one of their big partners is Mattel. It's a family friendly product. I once interviewed a former head of Mattel um, for, because he then moved on to Sega and I was review interviewing about Sega. And he, um, he told me that there was going to be a Barbie movie in the late eighties that they were doing mm -hmm. and Alan Menken, it was a musical. Alan Menken had written the, 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 the soundtrack for it and everything. They were going to do this big full, full blown musical number. And the reason why they canned the project is because they were worried that whoever they cast as Barbie might down the line get into trouble for something. <laughs> because she would be so synonymous with playing Barbie that they would be then Barbie actor blank in trouble X Y and Z and see that's a little their, in their mind that was that harms the Barbie brand so that's like that's a Mattel in, in that, perspective in, on things in that I can kind of understand a little bit more because Barbie has always been marketed strictly to children and like for kids but WWE isn't specifically that. And also if that is their reasoning because of their partnership with Mattel, then they need to pull any of their figures for the women during the period when they would go and do Playboy. Because yes. like, if that's, if that's the, if they're, that's their argument, if it's because, oh, we're afraid Mattel is going to get mad at us. Well, then they didn't like, cause I thought like Trish and a couple other people all did Playboy magazine back in the day Trish, Trish didn't China did Playboy oh, China Tori did Wilson play. yeah Tori Wilson did Playboy uh Maria Canellis did Playboy and Sable did as well like that was sort of in there like, well, like they, and I know I know Sable really has figures it. right Sable has figures yeah. China has figures so like if they're if they're concerned with it then they need to pull those figures and not produce those figures anymore either or they shouldn't have been making them at back at that time like the but argument for it being this is we're afraid of like this being a synonym like them her being associated with this and then kids seeing the toys and being like oh she's a porn star or you know or she's a sex worker or whatever it is that you know they're describing her as then it that just doesn't seem it seems contradictory to me it's it's funny isn't it because like that's one of the reasons why it was always reported the reason why china was never put in the hall of fame or why china had was sort of you know not being mentioned on tv when they were talking about dx and stuff because right. china went into the porn industry and so they were trying to distance themselves from china and her actions after that so like you know doing playboy in 2000 was fine when she was under contract because that was the product they were pushing at that time but when they became a pg product and they did partner with people like mattel they have to change their tag we are appealing ourselves we're trying to market everything we do to children right so now we're doing this but that in itself is contradictory because the whole point of nxt 2.0 was to appeal to that 18 to 34 demographic exactly. so that's they wanted, not appealing to children yeah they were trying to not appeal and yeah with her entire group too toxic attraction like the name implies a lot of i think like underlying sexual tension and everything and the fact that they were using that and now have just thrown her to the side because some stuff got leaked because of fans, not because of her own doing, but because of what somebody else had done and they're punishing her for it when she doesn't even actually get benefits or work for like that. That is the biggest sticking point for me is that they're being this critical of what she's doing with her body and how she's selling things when they don't even like actually have her as an employee like she is a contract worker and i can guarantee you i guarantee you that the reason that she may have ended up deciding to leave because if they did have discussions and she was like no i don't want to change this or anything because i think you mentioned that that they may have talked and she didn't really have a plan to stop 
I'm not surprised by that. I've looked at, I think I looked at the numbers of what um, her subscriber count is and how much she's charging. And I guarantee you, even after the fees that Fantime is taking on, because they always do, she's probably still making a quarter of a million dollars a month. So yes, unless I, WWE can like step up what they're paying her, there's no reason for her to stay. Absolutely well, that's exactly no it, yeah. Because she is, she's worth more outside of the company than she is inside of the company. You know, it's the same way that like Adam Cole uh, was making a lot of money off of Twitch. Paige was making, oh, you know, Soraya now in AEW was making a lot of money off of Twitch. So when WWE kept asking her to stop, her response was like, no, because I know I mean, how Selena much money Vega I'm making. Selena Vega did the same thing. She was on yeah. OnlyFans doing, I think, cosplay lewds she and was, yeah. like. And, you know, she was told to stop for the exact same reason. I don't even think she was going that far or anything or being that explicit. But they still, they if WWE can't make money off of them selling their sexuality, then they don't want them doing it. And that's, I think, the very frustrating, frustrating thing to me about it. Is that it. They feel like they're trying to control what these women are doing with their bodies outside of what they need to be doing for WWE because they're fulfilling those obligations. Like they're fulfilling their contracts by doing all the things that they want them to. And they're just choosing to do this thing on the side that really should not actually impact their career. And yet it continues to do so. And it's just a shame. And I think that's always going to be the sticking point with, and sort of, you know, where the, the two arguments come to a head is mm -hmm. from a WWE perspective. And I, and I will play devil's avocado uh, in of some course. of this in, in, in talking about, you know, like were they right to, to, to fire in this sense. If she, if WWE had deemed that she had taken things too far, and from what I can gather with the explicit nature, you know, it was full on nudity that she was showing, then that is breach of her contract it goes against uh in a way it goes against brand guidelines and therefore she has to be released i mean from the other i'll come into the other part of this in a second because i think there's some reports were saying that she was caught off guard by all of this so i'll, I'll dive into that in a second okay. but the other side of the argument of course is she's supposed to be an independent contractor she is supposed to be able to do these outside projects and make any money that she can make. But of course, you know, if those two things do come to her head and she is posting things that are outside of the lines of WWE, if she's coloring outside of the lines, then almost the company do have to do something. I suppose so. I just, I kind of, it, it just feels so weird to me because this is like if a video game developer was also doing porn on the side and then got fired from the game development job, which has nothing to do with that because it somehow like the company felt like it was going to impact their work and their image. And I just don't, they were using her as the poster child for be sexy. So the fact that they're punishing her for doing that and being sexy and wanting to make money off of that on the side just is completely mind boggling to me. Like, I just, yeah. I don't understand that. Like, I, I do get the logic of, yes, she is under contract and there are certain guidelines that even as a contract worker, she needs to follow. But the level of control, I feel like they're trying to project over top of her is just wrong. And I think it's really interesting too, because like on that same subject, WWE is going to continue to have this problem unless they actually address what they are paying their superstars in regards to the, like the women's equality to what the men are getting or even just upping everybody's pay. I do think as we continue to see the, the programming and all these new women come in, they're going to continue to, I think, to struggle with women wanting to go do this because as a pro wrestler, these women are fit. They like 
you know, on it, like, I, I think all of them look amazing. And I doubt that there are that many of them. Like, I'm sure there are some who have zero interest in that kind of content or selling that kind of content. But I bet you as it becomes more and more accepted as a thing that women can do, because it should be an accepted thing that they can do, that you're going to see more superstars come in who are younger, who are either going to already have them, want to have them, or start them because they know that it is a good source of revenue. And I don't know how WWE is going to actually be able to realistically continue to say, no, we're not going to let you do this when more and more of them are going to want to. And they aren't actually giving them like benefits that I think justify the level of control they're trying to exert. Particularly because AEW, who uh, currently employed Tony Storm, uh, exactly. Paige Van Zandt, uh, mm -hmm. who have OnlyFans pages, uh, Ty Mello uh, has a, Yep, an she just started page. one. Exactly, yeah. So they're making their money, and AEW don't seem to mind about that either. So you are making money as a wrestler, but also making money on the side to be able to do free projects. Adam Cole's whole deal with reason why he didn't want to re-sign with WWE is because he likes doing Twitch. Exactly. Is, and and his Twitch, it's funny as well, because like his Twitch, he doesn't talk about wrestling. He doesn't call himself Adam Cole. He calls himself Chugs. So he exactly. was just happy to sit there and play video games and goof off. But And he was enjoying that and was making good money off of it. But mm -hmm. WWE have always got that control. And it's, yes. you know, it's, it's a control thing. It's, you know, taking people off of Cameo because you're making money that is out. And WWE have always had this thing about not liking people being successful outside of the company. They mm -hmm. resented The Rock for, for years over this. And on the, the money side of things, Brian Alvarez on Wrestling Observer Live said the rumor was Mandy Rose was making more money on her website than she was making in WWE. I she was absolutely. And Cassidy Haynes uh, in a tweet said it was like a hundred thousand times more, mm -hmm. four figures a month from WWE compared to half a million minimum a month on premium sites. It's oh a yeah, pretty big difference. Yeah, like, it's a making, huge difference. You're making four figures a month from working NXT mm -hmm. compared to making six figures a month for doing this and like and it's and it's funny as well because i think there will be people who will watch this or at least hear this story and i know because i have heard from people like this in the past that mm. will say that's not real work but it is still work like it I, absolutely and I to get from, is i wanted to get from your perspective that this is not just it's not just taking off your top and just sitting around in a bra or something like that. No. Like this is, it's still a full-time gig and it is, there is work that goes into this. I cannot tell you how much marketing I have to do in order to make sales, just to be able to like really make it so that people are finding the content because a lot of like, yes, I completely agree. There is so much work that goes into actually running one of those pages. And I don't know what fan time and how they do surfacing and everything, but OnlyFans does not do surfacing. Of, of content creators like they have a few but you really don't get shown like as a user who's maybe going in there to enjoy the content that's on there you don't actually get shown stuff so any girl that you see who is on OnlyFans or Fansly or any of those other websites if you are supporting them also on Instagram or Twitter and seeing them post there that is their marketing so everything that they're doing is trying to draw you back into that because that is where they're making their money and there's no good way for them to be found 
unless they're advertising themselves other places. And I'm not saying Mandy needs to specifically be advertising herself on WWE or anything. And I don't think she is. None of them seem to. I mean, Tony Storm she never kept, talks about kept, it. Mandy Rose kept it very quiet. Like, exactly. I don't think it was linked to it in her Instagram or anything like that. Yeah, like, I mean, Tony, she, Storm, she, you know, Tony Storm did a big, like, I'm going on OnlyFans. I think Ty Mello did like that. But yes. that's that's the kind of the extent of it. And then the rest of it is just marketing outside of it. But Mandy Rose always kept very quiet about hers. Exactly. And that is usually how they do keep it, because you got to keep it a little bit separate because it is a stigma that I think a lot of people kind of don't like and everything of like, ooh, you're you're a sex worker, you're you're selling yourself like that. We don't like it. And you know, that's fine. You there are gonna be people like that who aren't going to respect it. But I think a lot of people are respecting it nowadays. And she just it just I I it really does blow my mind how much control they're trying to have over her when she wasn't specifically trying to link it to her WWE career. I don't even think she was calling herself Mandy Rose on it specifically. Um, Cause I think that's her WWE. I don't know if that's her real name or yeah. if that's her like Sage name. Um, but in fact, in fact I'll, I'll do a quick Google now and I'll find out. I'll, 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 I'll even open up an English. But I suspect she probably isn't linking the fact that she is a WWE superstar on that page. They're just, she's just a hot athletic model. Look. Mandy just... Rose fan time. I'll accept that. Do, 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 do. Uh, oh, she does. Ed, uh, Mandy Sachs is what she goes by. Okay, so she's not even using the Mandy Rose name. So again, really even more reason that I don't feel like they can even exert the control because she's not actually linking it back to that contract and the work she's even doing for them. So the fact that the breach of contract thing, like I would want... I would want to see the contract and what's actually in the wording there because I just don't necessarily believe that it is worded in a way that actually would prevent her from doing this because she's not tying it to her her career with the wrestling. Like she's doing it completely separately, using a different name, totally not talking about it, not sharing it on her socials. Like she kept it on the down low, but still managed to like obviously get a massive following and don't it's, it's word of mouth type it's, it's word of mouth type advertising isn't it you know yeah. once one person says like oh mandy rose has for the sake of argument mandy rose has an only fans then right be like oh has she i'll tell you know they tell three yeah, friends yeah. And they tell three friends and so on and so on so from I, again I will, i'll play from you know devil's avocado from for the wwe perspective on this dave mm -hmm. Meltzer on wrestling observer radio said what happened was there was a meeting and matt bloom who was one of the trainers at nxt brought to sean michaels told him the what uh, told him what some of the stuff she'd been putting on her subscription service is and sean was there and sean's immediate thing was we've got to get the title off her immediately so they switched around the whole show and got the title off of her because the title defense was meant to be on january 10th and yeah. they pulled it forward to do it on this week's show, which is when they put the title on Roxanne Perez. Dave continues, she's had the subscription service and it got popular and lucrative. And she went further and further. And the feeling was she way, way, way crossed the line. And they believed that she had absolutely, uh, and they believe they had absolutely no choice but to get rid of her. Right after they got the title from her, then they fired her. That's what happened. And there's a lot of interesting stuff there. I just... I want to know what they consider to be too far. So, yeah, because, so from, uh, yeah I, I, I don't like, you know, if was it just posing in lingerie would have been yeah, like, acceptable I mean, like, for them? Or would have that been too much? Because like, I, I wonder if it is because this was full on nudity that WWE were like, well, that's now you've now crossed the line. Um, and now we've got to put a stop to this. Right. 
I mean, regardless, they shouldn't have the right to put the stop to it. Cause I just, I don't think her contract actually prevents her. Like, I don't think that they can do that just with the fact that she's not actually an employee. She's not, she is an independent contractor. Yeah. She, like, yeah. Like the wording of it is that you are supposed to be able to do things outside. Outside of, of and, and as long as it doesn't like actually, like as long as it's not a conflict of interest in what she's actually doing for the company she's contracted with. And in my opinion, what she's doing on fan time or any other site like that in no way is actually a conflict of interest, especially considering the fact that they're trying to market not to kids using her specifically. They've told other women in their roster to be more sexy like she is. So it just seems like, why are you, why are you punishing her for doing what you kind of seemed like you wanted her to do and what you wanted the other girls to behave like? Cause she's, it just doesn't make sense to me. Is there a pressure? I wanted to get your your, yeah. uh, your thoughts on this as someone who does this for uh, you know as, as part of your living. Mm -hmm. Is there pressure from um, people that are subscribing you to do things for you know to go further? Like if you say you're at this X Y, if you're at point X, but you're getting a lot of messages being like, "Well, we'd love to see you go to point Y," or you know, "We'd love to see you get to point Z." Do you feel like there is often pressure put upon sex workers in that they do need to push things further in order to keep the interest up? So I personally don't specifically think so. Now I've heard and I've seen some complaints from some women online who also do sex work where they are pressured into showing maybe more than what they're comfortable with. But the nice thing about a lot of these websites is you as the content creator have full control. You can block anybody. You can, you get to choose what you decide you want to sell. And while like, for example, I have a tip menu so people can come in and make custom requests because I may not come up with the idea that fits their fantasy specifically. And so they can make those requests, but I still make it very clear to those people that I can say no if I'm not comfortable with it. And it just ends there. And I, while I have told some people no, because I wasn't comfortable with it, I've also told plenty of people yes to some things and it's really my choice. So I really, and I'm not saying that there aren't going to be some people out there who are going to come into your messages and demand hey, you're on here, this site's for this, why aren't you showing the most explicit you know, stuff that you possibly can? Um, that is what I specifically want, but I don't think there are that many people out there like that, or at least I have not experienced them. Um, specifically, Like I think I've had maybe a couple of people who've been upset that I wouldn't do something specifically for them, but most of the time that was them coming in going, hey, before I buy anything, I need a, a custom video for free to preview the goods. And I'm like, that's not how this works, thank you. No, but I've had like try two of those. You buy. Yeah, you don't get to try before you buy. Plus I have plenty of free content for you to, to view if you want to you know, have a preview of some things before you buy something more explicit. But like, other than that, I have not actually felt that much personal pressure to do things that I wasn't comfortable with. And I don't necessarily think that she's probably feeling that either. Like there may be a little bit more pressure because she is a higher caliber celebrity and people may have a stronger desire to see her do more explicit things. But I really, really doubt it. My, my suspicion is that she probably was having fun with it and just decided, you know what? I'm actually really enjoying this. I don't mind showing some nipple or, you know, whatever else that she might be showing. I don't mind going full nude. So let me go ahead and do that because I know that they'll enjoy it. I'll enjoy it. And I'll make a bunch of money off of it. 
And that's really where I suspect it's coming from is she's probably having fun making a ton of money doing a bunch of like cool things that she probably wants to do anyways. Like if she wants to pose nude or do cool laundry shoots or something like that, she's going to anyway, might as well make the money off of it and see where she wants to go with it. So I don't really think it's a pressure thing from fans. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. So the the now the thing I want to go on to next is that you know now I find this to be it's kind of an interesting thing, but it's, it's but it's hard for us to discuss this further because we don't know because what Brian Alvarez uh, said on Wrestling Observer Live is that this is very much a they said she said story. Mm-hmm. So one side is saying that Mandy Rose was quote totally caught off guard and didn't know Tuesday's match was her last end quote, while there's uh, other. Um, sources that have said that it was, quote, a mutual agreement between Rose and WWE, end quote. Uh, so that's the the problem. Like, I, when I first heard the story and when I'd heard that it was, you know, it was a her last match, she didn't know it was her last match, the Dave's talking about that, you know, once they found out, they were like, get the title off of her and then we've got to release her. And mm-hmm. she was caught off guard by all of that. That suggests to me then that a conversation was not had 
which I think feels unfair. However, if it was a mutual agreement, that feels like a conversation was had. And that conversation agreement they came to was that in kind of the same way with, with what Paige said with her Twitch is like, look, I'm not going to stop. If you want to fire me, then you have to fire me. But I'm not going to stop doing this. And I think that is really the crux of the problem. If it was that there was a mutual agreement, which I think is, I think that may have been what I heard first, but I don't actually remember now with the news and everything. But um, if it was a mutual agreement, then I do think it comes down to the problem of WWE is unwilling to pay their female talent enough money to make it so that they don't want to go do that or feel like they need to go do that because they're actually getting paid a shit ton on those programs, like, or on the, uh, on those sites. Because like, like I said, based off of what I know she's charging for her fan times and how many subscribers she has, she is making at least a quarter of a million dollars a month. Yeah. And there's no way WWE is paying her that probably not even close to that. So if it was mutual and that's the reason why she's like, no, I am making way too much money doing this, having way too much fun doing this. I'm not going to stop. That's fine. Maybe there's a little bit more justification for it. I still think WWE is wrong for firing her for it because I still don't think that it's impacting her contract work for them. But I do at least understand it if it was mutual. If she was in fact caught off guard by it and they did strip her of the title very suddenly, then that makes it even more worse, in my opinion, because then she wasn't even able to have that conversation of, well, I'll stop, but I want you to pay me this. Or, you know, can we come to some other agreement of I won't do the nudes, I'll still just do lewds and do lingerie shoots. But, you know, and some some sort of agreement I feel like could have happened if it was that she was caught off guard with it. But if they did come to an actual mutual agreement, then WWE needs to really think about how they're going to be paying their women going forward, because this is going to guarantee you it's going to be a continued problem. They're going to continue to have women come in especially through NXT, I imagine, if they're going to continue to bring in like all their young talent through there who are going to either already have them or want to do it because they're probably comfortable with it. They have great bodies because they're pro wrestlers. They're working out all the time anyways. Show it off. And I mean, like WWE, uh, with the, I don't know how much this is going to change now since the changeover from 2.0 to sort of mm -hmm. the, the, the 3.0 that they're now currently in. But during the 2.0 era, Lady Frost said that she was turned down at her trial because she was deemed too old. And she was like 36, um, which is mad. You know, it may as well put me in the grounds now, I guess. I'll, I'll oh, yeah. Never, I mean, me too. Me too. I'll, I'll never get my WWE run. <laughs> I'll never get signed to NXT at this rate. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like they're probably going to be bringing in younger and younger people, and there's probably going to be less stigma around this sort of thing. But WWE will always want that control, and that yep. is an, and and because because they have partnerships with Mattel, where a family friendly product, they consider themselves to be a family friendly product. They are a PG product that appeals to kids, while also trying to attract the the teenage demographic or young male demographic. Uh, it's 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 a tricky balance that they are now going to have to try and traverse as the world changes. And as their performers are going to want to change as well. Mandy Rose, so PW Insider posted up that Mandy Rose has made a statement about this. Oh. She posted this to her fan time. Um, so Mike Johnson said that he was sent this by a fan. So this is uh, whether Mike got it himself, I don't know. But the, the quote was, hey, guys, thank you for all the messages. I'm overwhelmed with all the love and support from you guys. And don't worry, the page is still up. So she is very much going to continue. And, you know, Cassidy Haynes is saying she's making half a million a month. I'd probably I believe it. I, I absolutely believe well. it. Yeah. So no, she's, she's going to do amazing. Like, and the fact that, I mean, it's, the, I think the thing that I will take away from this the most is that I'm just glad that fans are supporting her 
Yeah, because from what I've seen, from what I've seen online, amazing. dude, it's. I think the. I'm really hoping that the stigma that sex workers get on whatever level of sex work that they want to do eventually goes away over time because I do think it's becoming more and more accepted. I feel like there are tons of people out there who understand that it's a thing that, you know, it shouldn't be necessarily looked down upon or anything because it really, really should not. But, you know, she's going to be fine. Like financially, I am not worried about Mandy Rose. It's more just I hope that she doesn't stop wrestling because of this. Like my my hope is that maybe she can go to AEW as much as I don't want to just continue to throw you know, ex-WWE stars into AEW's roster and everything, it would be, like, hopefully a place that she can go. Maybe she can do some independent stuff where they're not going to care as much. Like, WWE's just control and this this absolute need to control everything, which I thought was going to be going away, by the way, when, you know, Vince left the company and everything. Like, I was really hoping Triple H was not going to be quite so demanding. And I know it really comes down to their partnerships with their kid-friendly products and whatnot but like you've already had characters that you have made you know figures of for your product for wwe not tied to barbie or something that is specifically kid branded but like wwe which has plenty of adult fans as well as kid fans like you've already had people doing some level of sex related work on your roster who have had figures that should really be a non-factor i mean she was doing it prior to this becoming an issue and you made figures of her so again it really should be a non-factor until she's actually an employee and they're paying her and giving her actual like benefits in which case then there's more of a reason to demand hey this is our company policy this is our like image we now like we're paying your benefits and everything. So please listen to these a little bit more as opposed to, Hey, you're an independent contractor. We're going to have you come in for these shows. You're going to do these things. We're going to use your face, but Oh no, 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 you can't, you can't use your face in your body yourself. That's ridiculous. There's um, it's coming at a very interesting time uh, that this has happened as well, um, because there was a story earlier this week where about Sasha Banks reportedly showing up at Wrestle Kingdom. It was reported that she was going to be backstage, mm-hmm. likely, you know, as the rumor goes, likely she is going to show up at Wrestle Kingdom and she's going to challenge Kyrie uh, for the IWGP Women's Championship, and that will then set up a program between them, and that will be Sasha Banks leaving WWE and signing with New Japan Pro Wrestling. From New Japan side, according to Dave Meltzer, they think it's a done deal, but apparently there's no deal officially signed yet. Got However, the interesting, the interesting portion about this is Kidani, who is the sort of president of Bushi Road, who is running Stardom and, and this and the other, has got big plans for you know, the US expansion of New Japan Strong. And to do that, they, he, they feel like they need to have women's wrestling and therefore mm-hmm. are willing to pay. So Sasha Banks, and Mercedes Fernando, is reportedly going to be making more than Chris Jericho was paid for his dates in New Japan. And That's awesome. Jer- and Jericho was paid 100 grand in appearance. So Banks is going to be making six figures per appearance that she does for New Japan. That is fantastic. And so Mandy Rose, who is just coming out of this with a lot of publicity around her now and a huge swell of this fan support. You mentioned, you know, there's been a lot of fan support for her. I don't know whether that's just the the, the Twitter echo chamber because of the people that I follow and stuff, but I saw no one talk negatively about Mandy Rose. Yeah, same. I I didn't either. was only very positive towards Rose. So if she's got a lot of this fan swell behind her and a lot of this major publicity, I mean, 
Boucher Road, maybe they're a bit more of a conservative company. Maybe they don't want to go for something like this, but there's every chance that they will throw some money towards Mandy Rose and she can make X amount of money doing the doing wrestling as well as relatively similar amounts of money for doing her fans. Fan yeah. And, and if that's the case, then that's fantastic. I would love to see Mandy Rose go to New Japan and actually be part of like a women's roster over there. Like, especially if against Sasha, like if she's also over there, that'd be, that'd be astounding. And that's honestly really exciting to hear. Like that's the first I had heard that Sasha was going to be getting paid like around what Chris was or more than what Chris was for when he did appearances for New Japan. Like, and that's what I'm, what I'm hoping to see. And that's what I hope like ultimately comes out of this controversy around Mandy Rose's fan time is just that the wrestlers in particular, the women start getting paid more so that they feel like they don't have to go do that kind of stuff. If they, you know, if they don't want to, or they're, if they're less inclined, but they're like, Oh, well I can make some money off of this. You mean I can make X amount by showing some boob. Oh my gosh. Like if they want to avoid that and WWE wants to avoid having their women decide to go do that, then paying them more is actually the best way to do it because those sites make those women a lot of money. Yeah, I mean, half a million a month. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think I'd ever make half a million a month. I don't think I'd uh, make half half a quid a month. But, you know, <laughs> hey, if, if anyone has an interest, let us know. Maybe I can maybe I'll do more better than that. The Wrestle Talk with. OnlyFans coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's our big 2024 plan. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, you supported us on Patreon, and now we're going to move over here, and we're going to do this. I think anyone needs to whole see new that. form of content. Yeah, yeah. I don't think anyone's interested in this, but um, but yeah, like it's uh, I, I totally get it. Like I, I get it from both sides. Um, it's kind of what I where I come down on this. Like I support Mandy Rose in because I, th I think we should support sex workers I don't think there should be a stigma around it um but I also get it from WW's perspective because even with Vince gone and Triple H and Stephanie and Nick Khan in charge it is always going to be WWE and they are always going to have to have that semblance of control they're always going to want to control the people that they have in employment even if they are quote-unquote independent contractors and they've also got brand partnerships they're a publicly traded company so they can't really be having anything like this on their books. So I totally get that they had to fire it. I hope, my my hope is that this was a mutual agreement deal. And Mandy Rose just turned to them and said, look, I'm making this amount of money. So I'm quite happy to go and just do that. And we'll part ways. And that's, that'll be the end of it. I hope it's that side of thing, as opposed to she just got blindsided by it and fired unfairly. Because I, I at agree. least, I would like to hope that there was at least a conversation had. Yeah, I, I really hope that there was a conversation had as well. I hope it was mutual. I hope WWE learns that. I guess I guess the thing is, like, I just don't think it's going to continue to be a stigma. So the fact that they're making it into such a big deal seems super outdated to me. Like, it, I the kid thing just doesn't translate to me specifically in regards to, like, their Mattel partnership and everything like that. I just don't think it's going to have that much actual overlap unless it's with the fans who are already looking for that kind of content anyways. And I don't really think, you know, the, the audience that they're concerned about is looking for that. And she kept it separated enough that I just don't see it being an actual problem. So I'm hoping over time, they just drop the stigma against it anyways, and just allow their wrestlers to do what they want because they are independent contractors. Like I cannot stress that enough, that they are not employees. They do not get benefits. WWE just can't, tell them what to do on the side if it doesn't actually impact what they're doing for the company 
And in no way in my mind is this actually impacting what Mandy Rose was doing for WWE, especially considering the fact that they wanted her to be the super sexy one on camera anyways. Like it just feels very contradictory. And again, just to, to stress further, because you made the point, it's not an easy gig. No, it is. It it's is. Not. A, it is full time work. Uh, I have a friend of mine. Um, I've got I've, I've, I've a couple of friends of mine uh, have OnlyFans pages outside of yourself. Um, so, uh, but they, they I've, I've I've seen two sides of the extremes. One who has done very very well out of OnlyFans, um, but has also felt like the incredible pressure that comes with that, and sort of like messages from men who feel like because they're paying for it, they have some semblance of ownership over her, which she felt uncomfortable with. So she started to take a lot of steps back from it. However, another friend, which I think is completely fair, yeah. and my other friend who has had her OnlyFans page for a couple of years, but has never found a good way to market it, and therefore she makes like 25 quid a month. And so like that is not enough for her to be a full-time job. It's just something that she does on the side of her actual work that she does. But she then struggles with that from a mental perspective because she wants to be able to do this a full-time thing, but can't really get to that point. So it's not like, and it's not just that Mandy Rose has got this easy win. It is mm -hmm. a it's a very hard road to go down and there's it always is. then going to be that worry that the bubble bursts and you've got to fall back on something else yep and that's why having multiple sources of revenue is important which is why i don't think it's fair that wwe is taking away this other source of revenue for her when they don't have the like the it, it's not in her contract like they can't i just i just feel like they can't control but i agree with you there it is hard to to get content out there make sure that people are actually seeing it so that you can feel like you can actually do it for a living and be successful with it. Um, Cause yeah, it is like, there's a lot of work that goes into every set that you see any girl do, whether it be a photo shoot, filming, anything like that. It's, you got to set up the camera, you got to make sure your audio is good. Then you got to edit the stuff down. Like there, there's a lot of work that goes into it, about the same amount of work that goes into running a YouTube channel. <laughs> I was about um, to say, like, when it's the sort of thing that we end up doing. It, like, it literally, it literally is because you're still, I mean, what is, what is a sex worker doing if they're selling their stuff online? They're making videos, producing photos, and like having to write a bunch of blurbs and stuff to engage people, right? Well, that takes time. It takes effort. You got to plan for it. And I guarantee you the big, like the girls who are super successful on the channel or on those, those sites are really planning those shoots like they practice the angles they get feedback from their fans to make sure that they're like getting the right angles that everybody wants to see there's a lot of effort that goes into it so I, it, just the fact that they're they're kind of it gets kind of looked down upon as not a lot of work and just an easy cop-out thing for like hot women to go do or whatever it's not. It is so, so much work. So, I mean, more power to Mandy for doing that, because I can't imagine that being NXT champion was also a lot of work and required a lot of her time and energy. So the fact that she was doing both, that is some serious hustle. And I, I applaud. And also, like, I would imagine just doing some lingerie shoots means you don't have to take a lot of back bumps. So it's probably a lot easier. On your oh, my God. Yeah. And also, <laughs> well, actually, even speaking to that, good Lord. I mean, she's a professional wrestler. The fact that she gets bruised all the time probably slows down her content creation for the other stuff because you're sure as heck aren't probably wanting to show those off in your like <laughs> sexy content. I mean, you can do like correction and everything, but it's still probably impacted what she was doing for fan time what she was like when she was working for wwe like i hadn't even considered it from that perspective uh for so what you know what's next for mandy rose uh to kind of wrap things up a little bit Absolutely. i could i could certainly see 
AEW making a play. I, I think that Tony's switched on enough to know that there is some fan support behind her and bringing her in and allowing her to continue to do the, you know, to, to doing her work outside of the, the four walls of AEW would be a very, it's a good prospect for other women if they want to come into the promotion. Yep. Uh, it's a good, so it's a good advertisement of that. It's also a good thing, you know, for him to kind of like get some fans on side. So I could certainly see the making of play. The, the, the Bucci Road thing in stardom, like, I don't know, because they are more of a conservative company. I'm only making the point because Sasha Banks is making so much money, reportedly is making so much money off of doing the New Japan dates that I just think with the, the Mandy Rose thing, it is an interesting topic to be had. So I could certainly see AEW. It's funny, like Dave Meltzer in Wrestling Observer Radio said, uh, I've got the quote here, um, if they want her, will TBS or TNT allow, the, uh, allow with this stuff out there beyond their station? And I was like, Dave, Tony Storm's got an OnlyFans. Paige yeah. Van Zandt's got an OnlyFans. Ty Mello's got an OnlyFans. I, and, uh, I don't I think gather, they care. Like none of, like that's the, that's the thing. I think that's the thing that blows my mind about it is I actually don't know if Mattel really cares. I don't, so the fact that WWE is freaking out so much over it is really, it, I think, what gets, because I don't think a lot of the big companies actually care that much that women are going there and doing that. Because I think for most people, and I, I know it's not everybody, but I do feel like for a very large portion of the online community, especially it's, it's fine. It's accepted. People do this. It's, it's not that big of a deal. And the fact that it still is, and that she's getting punished for it is just like, I, I know she's going to be fine. Like I'm not actually worried about Mandy Rose. She's going to be able to go and do whatever she wants. She's going to be able to keep making probably a ton of money on fan time. And then if she does end up going to AEW or stardom, or something like that, then more power to her. I hope she does. Like, I don't like that's, I think the, the upsetting thing is like, she's a good wrestler. <laughs> like she knows how to wrestle very well. She's, she's great had a performer. Very good, she had a great 2022. Exactly. Like, I, like, I loved her, run, her in 2022. Her I, I mean, run I, as NXT Women's Champion, I think has opened up a lot of people's eyes because previously like she was just, you know, the, the green as goose eggs uh, wrestler that was brought up from NXT too early, but she went down and she put the work in to the point the, now. She's where, always you know, the, put the, the work in. She was on Tough Enough and everything too. Like, like she's been working her ass off for them. The discussion now is like, who's got the better V-trigger? Mandy Rose or Kenny Omega? Like, and right? it's legit. You watch Mandy Rose's V-trigger, you're like, it's great. God, it's pretty damn, that's a pretty damn good V-trigger. Like, she has had a great 2022. Exactly. And I think she will continue to have um, a, a great 2023, regardless of whether she goes to AEW or she just sticks with doing this. Yeah, um, I'm going to be very curious to see what she does with herself now that she is no longer with WWE and whether or not she goes and continues to do wrestling or if she goes and strictly does the fan time or goes into acting. I mean, who knows, like, what she could end up doing like she, there's a whole world of possibilities out there for yep i mean uh, quite literally there is a open spot in a tag match in aew on january 11th soraya needs a tag team partner oh, yeah, going up against right. baker and hater you know the rumor mill was that it could have been mm -hmm. sasha banks but you know Soraya and Mandy Rose have got that absolution collection. So oh my god, they do! I had completely <laughs> forgot about that. Yes, let's do it, I mean, ladies. I'd, I'd actually forgotten as well. Ollie reminded me of in the office earlier, and I was like, "Oh yeah, they were attacked. They, they were, were a team. Yeah, weren't they, they were. Holy cow, that would be brilliant. I would love that. And again, like I said, I don't really want like everybody to be going to AEW from WWE, but the women's division I think could still use a little bit of help. And again, Mandy Rose is a fantastic wrestler. Great looks, great ability in the ring. Like she's done some amazing stuff this last year. If she wants to go to AEW, 
team up with Soraya and like or Soraya and uh and like do that please that would be amazing and also keep the fan time keep doing that uh, Angela, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, it's, it's wonderfully appreciated for you to take the time out of your day to chat with us on this channel Absolutely. and give your expert opinion on things. So the floor is now yours. Please do plug away. Well, if you want to find me on my safer work content, you can find me at Hobby... Um, I almost forgot my name, Hobby Night. <laughs> but if you want to find my not safer work content, if you're interested in that kind of, of content from me, then you can find me at Hobby After Dark, all one word. You can find me on Twitter, and that's also my name on OnlyFans, which is where I am mostly situated right now. Um, yeah, that's where you can find me. I post a variety of different types of things on both. All of it's still very hobby-oriented, but one of them just gets a little spicier than the other. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Angela, thank you so much for, for speaking with us today. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Really thank it. you for having me on. Hope we're going to speak again. Um, Absolutely. Maybe not. Maybe we'll uh, speak on brighter times. Maybe yes. So we yes, won't have to talk absolutely. about someone being fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a little bit of a shame to be talking about, but you know what? It was a good discussion, and hopefully, like, I just, I really hope Mandy just has a great time and and continues to do everything that she wants to, how she wants to do it. Uh, links for all of Angela's stuff are yes. in the video description down below or in the podcast description if you're listening on the audio version. Uh, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. Thanks so much for watching today's episode. We'll be back tomorrow with the SmackDown review, Tempest and Satini Yangi talking about all things SmackDown. And then next week, it's Raw, it's AEW, and the festive content begins. We've got our Wrestler of the Year awards going up. We've got Best Pay-Per-View, Best Match, Worst Match, Worst Pay-Per-View, the all-important Christmas special on December 25th, and Ollie Davis and I. 2023 predictions which Ooh. features some pretty pretty wild takes from the pair of us um so hope you enjoyed that when that goes out on new year's day uh, but until then i've been coming d-a-d this has been angela hobby after dark jam that jam, jam, that jam. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.